This is JCF of the Prophets Picks Football Podcast. Welcome to the 2023 NFL season. You can find me on Spotify for podcasters, Amazon Audible, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and you can find me, quite frankly, everywhere. You can also check out The Misses, info at heavenlyhairbrand.com, shopneolife.com forward slash F-O-R-R-E-S-T, H-E-A-L-T-H. Once again, that is shopneolife.com forward slash Forest Health. You can check her out at heavenlyhairbrand.com, the actual website, and the newest of all Forest crafts and custom designs the music that you hear from time to time in the beginning of the show as it fades to black is from my 20 year old son that is erigato joey and that is erigato joey at soundcloud.com nails by money in jonesboro georgia or should i say in atlanta georgia look her up on facebook on instagram and that is once again nails by money coming up next another prediction show Whatever the show is, I hope you enjoy it. Stay right there. Don't move. Get your popcorn ready. Everybody stay safe out there. Keep listening. One. Happy Monday, 4.44 p.m. Central Daylight Time. On a Monday, October the 9th, 2023, it is approximately 5.44 p.m. Atlantic Eastern, Eastern Standard Time. Good late afternoon, early evening. Welcome back to the Prophets Picks football podcast show. 3.44 p.m. Mountain and 2.44 p.m. Pacific, I hope everybody has had a great Monday thus far, approximately 1.44 p.m. Alaskan time. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the show. And if you are in Hawaii, good morning, 11.15, 15 minutes until the top of the noon hour out in Hawaii. And of course, by the time you listen to this show, it will not be the exact times that I am giving in the time zone breakdown. However, That is what time it is right now as I start this edition of The Results, Sunday Night Football, Week 5. And Aloha, Waikiki, Pearl Harbor Islands, Maui, and the capital of Hawaii, Honolulu. This is, once again, the Prophets Picks Football podcast show coming to you from the central standard time zone it is once again 4 45 p.m central here at the prophets picks studio forward slash media center here in houston texas and speaking of houston texas the houston texans were not successful on the road yesterday in my former a uh, hometown city that I lived in a couple of times in my life, and that is in Atlanta. And uh, this is the Sunday Night Football results show for the Dallas Cowboys at the San Francisco 49ers. My prediction was San Francisco 27 and Dallas 19 last week when I did 
week five's Sunday night football prediction show and the actual final score to my surprise it was not 27 to 19 it was not 29 to 19 it was not 28 to 19 it wasn't 24 to 19 it was not that game that I thought we were going to get Dallas Cowboys we're never in striking distance of the San Francisco 49ers, especially once the second quarter ended. It was a 21-7 to lead at the end of the first half. And once it was a 21-7 to lead, the 49ers never looked back. The actual final score was San Francisco 42, Dallas Cowboys 10. Dallas Cowboys did not even get the 19 points that I gave them. And do not use my show to gamble. Let me say that. As I am talking about how close the Cowboys were to getting the 19 points that I gave them. And once again, San Francisco, they weren't satisfied with 27 points. They weren't satisfied with 28 points. They said, we need 42 and the San Francisco 49ers are still undefeated at home. 3-0 at home. San Francisco 49ers are undefeated on the season, on the year. San Francisco is 5-0. and Dallas is 3-2. and And this is the second road loss of the season for the Dallas Cowboys. Sorry, Dallas Cowboys fans. Uh, you can't say I didn't prepare you or warn you. Uh, however, it is a very long season. And uh, you still got beat down last night is the bottom line. And uh, real Cowboys fans like my church brother, Oscar, he knows that. He said it uh, perfectly. Everybody played bad. Nobody showed up to play. It was just a horrible performance overall. This is what we talked about very, very briefly earlier this morning to start the second day of a seven-day week and uh, the first work day of a five-day work week. Of course, Friday is the sixth day of the week, and Saturday, which is the weekend, is, of course, just that. It is the ending of the week. That's why Saturday has such a finality to it, especially when you're watching college football, if you watch college football on Saturday nights, there's just such a finality to the ending of Saturday, you know, and I it never really dawned on me until last weekend. And then this weekend that just went by, it really dawned on me. That's the reason why Saturday nights have such a finality to them. It's not that. You got to turn around and get up early the very first day of the week. You do it for work. You may as well do it for God, right? To go to 8 o'clock service. But it's the fact that Saturday is the actual seventh day of the week. Now, if anybody's out there saying to themselves right now, why did it take this young man so long or why did it take this old man for some of you so long why did it take him until the age of 43 to get it because it just did it just did what matters is the light bulb finally came on 
And that's what we really need to understand about one another out there. As long as the light bulb comes on, right? And the light bulb did not come on until this past Saturday night. And the light bulb didn't come on again until yesterday afternoon when I realized, apology to everyone out there, Carolina was at Detroit this past Sunday. Now, I knew this going into the prediction week last week, but some way, somehow I missed this. And this is the actual prediction show that I did not do. No offense to the Carolina Panthers or the Carolina Panthers fans. No offense to the Detroit Lions or the Detroit Lions fans. I did not purposely not predict this game because I knew for a fact Detroit was going to win. Heck, Carolina could have got their first victory of the season. Bryce Young could have got his first career victory as a franchise quarterback for the Carolina Panthers. Although we all knew that that was not going to happen. Heck, that may not even happen until next season. However, more than likely, enough things will go wrong, like the Miami Hurricanes football game on Saturday night, where the Carolina Panthers would end up looking because of the mistakes by the team that they're going up against, into a win. And in the NFL, more so than in college football, a win is a win. And I missed it. I missed it. I don't know how I missed it, but I missed it. Cleveland, Los Angeles Chargers, both teams with a record of 2-2. Two and two, They were on a bye week in week five. Seattle and Tampa Bay, both of these teams with three victories and one loss on the season, they were on a bye. For some strange reason, I got distracted at some point in time midway through last week and completely and totally missed Carolina at Detroit. Not only that, I thought the Dolphins were going to be on the road in East Rutherford, New Jersey. And that's what you all heard me record all week on last week. So two major errors there. Please forgive me for that. I was wrong. I also, for some strange reason, thought that the Rams, even though I knew the Rams were going to be hosting the Eagles, for some strange reason, I thought that the Rams were going to be in Philadelphia. Now, I predicted that show correctly all week long because I see it right here. But it just really baffles me that I missed Detroit hosting Carolina. Because, of course, I was going to pick Detroit to win that football game. The final score in that football game, by the way, was Detroit 42 and the Carolina Panthers 24. There is one more NFL game on tonight. That is the Green Bay Packers going up against a team that, if I'm not mistaken, they faced in a Super Bowl many, many moons ago. And if it's not the Raiders, I know for a fact that it was the Chiefs. And I know the Chiefs also faced the Vikings in a Super Bowl many moons ago. That's how they got their first ever Super Bowl championship. And it's not until recently that Patrick Mahomes and company with Andy Reid at the helm um, got the Kansas City Chiefs their second and third franchise Super Bowl championship. So with all of that being said, once again, Detroit fans, please forgive me. I did not predict your game against the Carolina Panthers. I don't know how I missed it. Obviously, I was seriously distracted by some type of monstrosity 
that is just never ever been heard of or compared to for it to distract me that much to where I miss predicting an actual game. And uh, again, it did not dawn on me until yesterday. So, uh, yeah, I am in utter shock still to this point. And here's the reason why. Number one, that takes away from a game that I could have predicted correctly forever. Just because I would have picked the Detroit Lions, it does not mean that I can just say, hey, you know what? I would have picked them to win anyways. Let me go ahead and put that down as one of the games that I got correct on yesterday. If it's not recorded, if it's not audio etched in stone or, or etched in audio stone, it does not exist. It does not count. And as you all have heard me say many times before, if I cheat myself, and I'm going to cheat anybody, right? And I can't cheat myself because, number one, I'm not a cheater. First off, I believe in being fair. And, yeah, I missed a game on yesterday. I still cannot believe that because, I, yeah, I would have picked Detroit to win that football game. Number one, in August of this year, my 2023 predictions, NFC North champions, is the Detroit Lions. Oh, by the way. Detroit Lions this season, their record in the NFL is 4-1. and one. Not only is their record 4-1 and one in the NFL, but the Detroit Lions are the number one team in the NFC North. So that's one of the reasons why I would have picked the Detroit Lions to win. The other reason why I would have picked the Detroit Lions to win is because Detroit is Detroit. They're no longer the laughing stock that we once knew them as. The year before last year, because last year is when everything got heat started to heat up and turn on. And I just can't believe that I missed that. Again, I thought the Dolphins were in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Obviously, I was rushing through writing down the schedule because I do still write it down in a notebook. And there is correction tape all over the place when I make a mistake like I did this past Sunday. Um, I got Thursday night wrong. I got the. Uh, London series game, wrong. Buffalo lost. Um, the only games that I got right was the Saints on the road in New England, the Dolphins at home, not in East Rutherford, New Jersey, against the G-Men, and then Kansas City winning yesterday in the late afternoon game, along with last night's game between Dallas and San Francisco and the Jets and the Denver Broncos. That was it. I did not have a good Sunday on yesterday, and it really does not help. That four teams was on a bye week. That's two games right there. And it also doesn't help that I did not predict the winner between Carolina and Detroit because that's that would have been a game that I would have gotten right and I would have went five and six. I went four and six on yesterday. Now, the worst record that I had before yesterday was back in week three when I went six and six. Yesterday, I went four and six. I am 3-2 and two on Thursday nights. Tonight, once again, Monday night football game. And last night, I got the game correct, which is the purpose of this podcast show. I am 5-0 and oh on Sunday nights. All in all, I am still having the best record that I've ever had in prime time. Predictions. 
period. I'm 14 and 2 in prime time. Thursday night, Sunday night, and Monday night combined. And that's without tonight's game being played. I am 14 and 2. Still don't understand how I missed that Detroit Lions Carolina Panthers game. But you know what? I got to let it go. It was a rough day on yesterday. Atlanta won. I picked the Texans to win. Jaguars won. I picked the Bills to win, especially after that thumping that they put on my Dolphins a couple of Sundays ago. Ravens lost. I picked them to win. I thought the Rams were finally going to beat the Eagles at home. They didn't, which has been the story for the last few times that the Eagles have played the Rams in Los Angeles. It's just a rough go for me yesterday. A really rough go. Bengals won on the road against the Cardinals. I thought the Cardinals were going to upset the Bengals. The Bengals are struggling badly this year. The Colts won. Even without Anthony Richardson, he's got an AC joint sprain in his throwing shoulder, if I'm not mistaken. It was just a bad Sunday for my predictions. And if it sounds like I'm stuck on that, yeah, I am. San Francisco's stuck on kicking the crap out of anybody that they face. 7 to nothing at the end of the first quarter, 14 to 7 at the end of the second quarter, 21 to 7 as I said earlier in this uh results show, not prediction show. And uh adjustments were made by both teams. Obviously the Dallas Cowboys didn't make enough adjustments because their defense gave up 21 more points in the second half, a touchdown in the third, 14 points in the fourth. And then their offense didn't do much, much adjusting. That is head coach's Mike McCarthy's fault. Offense only got a field goal in the third quarter. No points in the first. No points in the fourth. 42 to 10 was the final. 25 first downs for the 49ers. 42 total points. 12 of the 25 through the air. 10 of the 25 on the ground. Dallas Cowboys defense made three mistakes that awarded the 49ers offense three first downs for free. 49ers defense did not make any mistakes that awarded the Cowboys offense first downs for free. And the Cowboys only had eight first downs. Eight. Dallas Cowboys got 10 points on last night and they got eight first downs. Eight. For those that care, I'm going to say that just once more. Dallas Cowboys had 10 points on last night, and they had eight first downs. Eight. Nobody can do anything with that on any given day. Sunday, Sunday night, Saturday night game, Saturday holiday game, Thursday night game, Monday night game. Any day of the week, playing an NFL game, you can't do nothing with eight first downs. You can do something with 10 points. You can actually win a football game in the NFL with 10 points, but you can't do anything with eight first downs. Nine times out of 10, if you only get eight first downs with your 10 points, there is a likely chance you will not win that football game. Now, both the 49ers and the Dallas Cowboys had 11 third downs. 
difference is the 49ers converted six of their third downs, of their 11 third downs, and the Dallas Cowboys converted only four. A measly four. Not only that, the Dallas Cowboys had a total of 197 yards total. That's rushing and passing on 13 total offensive drives on 49 total offensive plays. Dallas nor San Francisco converted a fourth down. They both had one that they attempted to convert on fourth down, and they neither team converted. 49ers didn't really need to, though. Once again, they were 6 of 11 on third down, 12 of their 25 first downs to the air, 10 of their 25 on the ground. And then the San Francisco 49ers, 67 total offensive plays for 421 total offensive yards, 13 total offensive drives. Average 6.3 yards per play. What is the only good thing you can take away from the Dallas Cowboys performance on last night, Although, albeit it was a horrible one? They averaged four yards per play. But that's it. That's all you can take from it. Not only that, Dak Prescott threw three interceptions. Dallas Cowboys fumbled. Cowboys turned the football over four times. Time of possession, 22 minutes, 55 seconds. San Francisco 49ers, one turnover. That was a fumble that was lost. And then time of possession, 37 minutes, 5 seconds. Dallas Cowboys got their manhood handed to them on last night. Six penalties for 60 yards. 49ers had six penalties as well. They didn't have 60 yards in penalty yardage, though. They only had 45 yards in penalty yardage. It was a shell-shocking butt-kicking on last night. And because the game was so lopsided, because it was so one-sided, that is the reason why I spent as much time as I did giving my apologies to the Detroit Lions and Carolina Panthers fans and talking about what I don't know that happened to me last week that caused me to forget to predict a game that would have kept me at least one game on the 500. I finished yesterday two games on the 500, four and six. And because I carelessly forgot to predict a game. Dak Prescott, 14 for 24, 153 yards passing, 6.4 was a completion per pass. Once again, three interceptions and only one touchdown pass. He was sacked three times for a loss of 13 yards, quarterback rating of 46.4. Overall rating of 51.6. Tony Pollard fumbled last night. He lost it. It was recovered by defensive tackle for the 49ers, Kevin Givens. Just a horrible game last night for the Cowboys. Horrible. Their rushing yards is not even worth reading. Therefore, I will not read them. Their passing yards, not even really worth reading, even though I read Dak Prescott's off. C.D. Lamb, all you need to know, four catches, 49 yards. That's it. Cavante Turpin had a touchdown reception. That's it. Just an embarrassing game last night for the Dallas Cowboys and their fans. The San Francisco 49ers had a great game on last night. And it was an impressive game for their fans. The last time they had a very big-time win like this, Technically, they've had big wins like this all season long. 
They're just basically steamrolling their way to Super Bowl 58 in Las Vegas, Nevada. That's basically what they're doing. They scored 30 points in week one against the Pittsburgh Steelers. That was the last time they had a really big beat down like the one that they had last night. They really beat the Giants, but the Giants scored a few more points than the Cowboys on last night. And then the San Francisco 49ers really beat down in the Cardinals in their division. But the Cardinals scored at least 16 points. So arguably, the biggest game that they had since last night, it was week one against the Pittsburgh Steelers. And that's it. Bottom line. Brock Purdy plays pretty. 17 completions, 24 pass attempts, 252 yards passing, averaged 10.5 yards per completion, four touchdown passes last night for Brock Purdy. No interceptions thrown. He was sacked once for a loss of only two yards. Excellent job by him, not losing significant amount of yardage when he got sacked on last night. And then a quarterback rating of 83.6 and overall rating of 144.4. How about Brock Purdy. Christian McCaffrey did not lead in rushing on last night. It was Jordan Mason. Mason, 10 carries for 69 yards. He averaged 6.9 per rushing touchdown. Even though Christian McCaffrey did not lead in rushing, he still had more carries, the most carries, than anybody else on the team, as he should. He's the number one back. 19 carries, nine more than Jordan Mason. But for only 51 yards, averaging 2.7 per. So had a rushing touchdown. McCaffrey also caught the football twice for 27 yards. George Kittle, three receiving touchdowns. George Kittle got his first touchdown reception of the 2023 season last night in the game against the Dallas Cowboys. Then he proceeded to get two more. And he averaged 22.3 yards per catch. Jordan Lewis, backup cornerback for the Dallas Cowboys, recovered a fumble on last night. That was Christian McCaffrey's fumble. Once again, Brock Purdy did not, I repeat, not throw an interception. Fred Warner, leading tackler at linebacker and defense for the 49ers. Eight total, five solo, a sack, a tackle for a loss, a pass defense, a quarterback hit. Greenlaw, five for five, a sack, two tackles for a loss, a pass defense, and a quarterback hit. Dallas Cowboys' Leighton Vander Esch, 10 total tackles, four solo, a tackle for a loss. And then Damone Clark, nine total tackles, five solo. 49ers, as a defensive team, had 54 total tackles in the game. While the Dallas Cowboys, because they were on the field a lot longer, had 84 total team tackles. Tashawn Gibson Sr. had a 26-yard return after an interception. Linebacker Fred Warner had a 12-yard return after an interception. And then Oren Burks, the former Green Bay Packer, had 11 yards returned after an interception on last night. It was those three interceptions to go with that fumble by Tony Pollard that helped the 49ers and uh, Brock Purdy get in short fields 
and shut up and set up, not shut up, but and set up quick offensive scoring strikes for the 49ers offense. If it sounds like I'm out of breath, it's because I am. If it sounds like I'm tired, it is because I am. If it sounds like I'm dealing with allergies, it's because I am. And I will be making certain that this podcast show ends up on my YouTube channel. Check it out. Don't forget about the Profits Picks Football Podcast YouTube channel. And once again on tonight, Green Bay is at the Las Vegas Raiders for Monday Night Football. Green Bay Packers, a record of 500. They've won a game on the road, and they've lost a game on the road. They've won a game at home, and they lost to the Detroit Lions at home a few Thursday nights ago. Raiders are 0-1 at home. That was Sunday Night Football, lost to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Once again, Steelers won on yesterday at home against the Baltimore Ravens. I'm pretty sure Baltimore will beat the Pittsburgh Steelers in Baltimore later on this season. Trust me, I will be looking forward to predicting against Pittsburgh in that one. This has indeed been the Prophets Picks football podcast. Sunday Night Football, Cowboys at 49ers. The results. Everybody stay safe out there and enjoy Monday Night Football. Or if you're listening to this show and it's Tuesday or Wednesday, enjoy the upcoming Thursday night football game. You get the point. You get to drift. Take it easy out there. Stay safe out there. One.